Hello and welcome to the Vision Podcast 3.0. My name is Julia Brompton and some people call me Jules. This podcast is about life, whether your goal is living your best life or simply navigating life. By listening to this podcast, you may learn something new, you may well get inspired and you may well laugh and you may even find you ignite a new sense of self-belief too. All I ask is you remain open. Each week, please join me and guests as we share stories, learnings and truths from past and present, the good, the bad, the brilliant. Thank you for joining the Vision community. Hello, how has your week been? I hope it has been a good one and sending you wishes for this up and coming week. I wanted to touch on something that was raised very briefly in my conversations with Jeff last week. And that is on the topic of emotions. Oh, I know, I know. It's not very exciting. It's not very funny, is it? And yes, I would much rather be laughing and uh, talking maybe more humorous matters. However, it's a really, really important subject. And I truly believe that it is instrumental in today's life. And if everyone was taught to understand emotions, how they work and how you can process them and release them, I truly believe that the world would be a much more harmonious, prosperous, empowered place to live. So before I dive into a quick summary on on sort of strategies, I wanted to just first remind on what are the benefits of managing emotions and or another way could be what are the negative aspects of of not releasing emotions and keeping them bottled up and the impacts that this can have on your mental emotional and even physical well-being goes without saying i'm sure everyone would be familiar that it can cause increased stress and anxiety And when you hold on to emotions without releasing them, it can lead to heightened levels. So when we suppress them, it can create a constant state of tension and unease, which can have a detrimental effect on your overall well-being. Unexpressed emotions also can build up over time and it could result in a big outburst and you may find yourself reacting disproportionately to situations or experiencing mood swings as a result of unaddressed emotions. So again, suppressing our emotions has been linked to various physical problems and stress being the number one cause of stress being one of the key reasons for many diseases these days. Emotional distress, we know, can create issues such as High blood pressure also has an impact on our immune system and it can weaken it as well as digestive problems, headaches and disturbed sleep. All of those things, as we know, can have a huge impact, not in a positive way, on our lives. Number four, strained relationships. So when you don't release your emotions, they can impact on your relationships. Again, it leads to resentment, frustration and communication breakdowns, which are not, which is not a positive thing, is it? 
And it can be challenging for others to understand your needs and emotions if you don't, you're not able to express them openly. Impaired decision-making is another outcome of not managing emotions because it's when we're very emotional, it is difficult to, or it can be difficult to make rational and clear decisions because we're not able to see so clearly and can impact our problem problem solving skills too. As a whole, I think just looking at those few points, it, it definitely waves a positive flag for us all to look at our emotions and look at how we're dealing with them. So some strategies to help manage emotions more effectively go as follows. Firstly, recognizing and acknowledging emotions is really important. So it's taking a time to identify and understand them, essentially becoming aware of what you're feeling and more importantly, why. Now, in the moment, this may not be possible. However, stepping away and doing, taking the time to review this after say, an eruption or an outburst would be very, very beneficial. Typically, say you're having, I don't know, you could be having a some conflict with a partner over something very small. It could be the dishes, it could be washing the car. And sometimes we can think that what we don't realise, should I say, is it's got nothing to do with that subject matter. It's actually got to do with something else. And that's where you need to really take breath and step away and really ask yourself what is this really about and then it's going to address that issue rather than what's bubbling on the surface and coming out as lots of different things. Secondly it's allowing yourself to feel and it's important to give yourself permission to experience your emotions fully and avoid suppressing or ignoring them. So allow yourself to feel it's important to give yourself permission to experience your emotions fully and not to suppress them and allow yourself to feel and express your emotions in a healthy and constructive manner. What it isn't saying is that it's okay to continuously, for example, express anger on a continuous basis, because if that is the case, then that is, um, that's the flag that's saying, okay, something is not right here. I need to look within myself and really look at why this anger is coming up. It's not okay to keep doing that, and it's your responsibility to go and address that. Practicing self-care is engaging in activities that promote self-care and emotional well-being. So we've got our classics exercise, a great way to help process emotions and to release them. Good sleep is very important. Good eating and spending time in nature can be of huge benefit. Pursuing hobbies and practicing mindfulness that and activities essentially that bring you joy and relaxation. So then number four, developing healthy coping mechanisms. So finding ways to cope with challenging emotions because they are going to pop up and that is normal and that is okay. So this could involve talking to a trusted friend, a family member, or seeking support outside. So it could be a counsellor, a therapist, as well as journaling or engaging in creative outlets that help you to disassociate from that emotion. Also, deep breathing exercises and relaxation techniques do wonders too. Also, it's challenging negative thinking patterns. So negative thoughts can intensify negative emotions. So when we practice identifying and challenging negative thought pattern, replacing the negative thought with a more positive 
and realistic one. And this can help reframe a situation, assist in managing your emotions more effectively. Also building emotional resilience. Now, emotional resilience allows us to bounce back from adversity and manage stress more effectively. I think I'm the queen of resilience and that has been built through life. And we experience circumstance, the wiser and more resilient we become, don't we? So engage in activities that build resilience. Now, what are these? For example, practicing gratitude is a great one. Cultivating a positive mindset, absolutely. And I'm very thankful for investing in my early 20s to understand how you can build positive mindset because it has paid dividends over the years as well as setting realistic goals and learning from difficult experiences another one is developing healthy relationships so surrounding yourself with those who actually support positive relationships so seeking people who can provide some emotional support and understanding now in many families in certain cultures it was very commonplace to suppress emotions and although i have seen that i don't actually believe it's necessarily a good thing it always does erupt at some point and it's much more healthy to process and release rather than suppress so if you are within a family who has been taught to do that it's quite likely that will not therefore have the skills to support you on an emotional basis and you will need to study this for yourself or go and seek it support elsewhere as well as building your own personal toolkit guidance tools and techniques that you can use going back over the techniques to clear emotions which is really important if you're managing day-to-day if you can learn to manage them on a day-to-day it becomes very much a fluid process an in and out situation so it doesn't build up however if you didn't learn those tools may well have a pool of emotions that you need to release from the past because back then you didn't have the tools and that is really important otherwise you're holding on to old that could be impacting your present life and that's why it's really important So clearing emotions can be helpful practice and some techniques you can try. Deep breathing, such a simple one, but such a brilliant one. And this isn't our regular breathing. This is really slowing down breathing and focusing on each inhale and exhale very slowly and doing that for two to three minutes. Even if it's very almost exaggerated breathing. That will help to activate the body's relaxation response, calming your mind and emotions. Now, journaling. Some people talk about writing down your thoughts and feelings and allowing yourself to express and process the emotions on paper. I think this is particularly helpful for the past. I have tried this myself and it worked very, very well. Rather than keeping the words in a journal, I would use separate pad where you can sit down in a very calm place, maybe play some music, light a candle, a bit of wine, if that's your tipple, and to go back to those circumstances in the past that don't feel good or that you may be holding resentment or even anger and start writing out the situation and what you felt and testify to this process and it being very effective is a great way to release the past. 
and you may be surprised with what comes out. Personally, I don't like to keep that those written words in a book. I like to then throw that piece of paper away. And because the past is the past and it is then done, as mentioned before, physical activity is a winner winner chicken dinner. And engaging in physical activities like running or dancing, you're all familiar, or some of you will be familiar of the Taylor Swift song, Shake It Off, Shake It Off. And absolutely, if you notice when you dance, how you feel afterwards, you will feel, you feel better, more positive, and it is literally releasing, it's a process of releasing energy and also releasing stagnant energy. So movement and exercise can really help you channel emotion, provide release and reliefness and meditation. Some different practices, because sometimes you can go into mindfulness in order to solve a problem. And sometimes you can engage in mindfulness, mindful activities, which help you get very present in that moment and to disassociate from all the less favourable emotions. So when you're focusing on a particular task, gardening, people find very therapeutic and because you're very present in that moment, cooking, surfing. So activities that help you to really sit in the moment and let go of negative or harmful emotional states. Sometimes it can also be as simple as listening to some very calm music. It doesn't mean you have to go into some specialised state, but it's closing down the mind so that you can relax, calm yourself. Visualisation is also a great technique. It's closing your eyes and imagining yourself in a serene or peaceful place. So that could be perhaps surrounded by beautiful clear seas and water. It could be a field filled with flowers and waterfalls. It really is whatever makes you feel good and is is taking the time to lie there and to visualise this circumstance and to imagine yourself there. This form of visualisation or playing a video, whatever you want to call it, can really help to bring a sense of calm and create clarity within you. Also engaging in creative outlets, absolutely. Painting, playing a musical instrument, writing poetry are great ways to express and channel your emotions in a productive and artistic way. You don't fancy writing it all out. You can um, draw it out. You can play it out and you can write it out in more in prose and poetry. And another aspect is talking it out, reaching out to a trusted friend, a family member or a therapist to discuss your emotion. Sometimes just the mere act of verbalising it in the day-to-day can release happens from that one day and it can be very helpful. Again, if you've got emotional baggage from the past, that may take a little longer. However, the process is the same. I think it's remembering that everyone is unique and everyone is different and you need to find what works for you. And it is important to try out different activities and different techniques to see what resonates with you the most. And ultimately, when you apply practices within your life to help you manage circumstance and to keep you in a good and balanced place will support you, especially when you're going through challenging moments. I would absolutely advocate going back to the past if you have, if you're holding on to anger and resentment or whatever feelings, negative feelings, so that you can clear that once and for all and leave that in the past and then start fresh because you don't want that coming forward in your 
business, in your personal, in you, in any aspect of your life. Emotions are absolutely can be absolutely wonderful things, and there are many positive, brilliant emotions. However, the less shiny ones, it's definitely good to manage them and to release them. I'll go and do something fun, but absolutely do testify and would encourage you to explore this because I really believe it's a fundamental step in our lives and it is a very powerful when you learn to understand and manage your emotions and will serve you in a good way throughout your life. On that note, I'm wishing you a great week going forward. Take care, God bless and love to all.